0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Bible Study Bros. It is I Joshua. And I'm here with uh my br- my brother Felix and my cousin Abdul. It's been a long time since we uh did this. So this is uh I think I think we say that like almost every time. We take like breaks in between.
1: But this
0: has been the longest break because we had a lot of family over and yeah, we had a lot of things going on so It
1: was not a quiet moment
0: it, wasn't, it was never a dull moment in this house So we didn't really have the time to sit down and just relax and read the Bible mm-hmm. But now we're back and it feels good to be back uh, We left off Matthew chapter 12 verse 38 And uh, that's where we're going to begin So the sign of Jonah please follow along if you are able we have to pray oh yeah we gotta pray wow it's been that long (laughs) alright so I'm gonna start with the prayer Father Josh lead us in with a prayer (laughs) (laughs) alright oh Heavenly Father thank you uh, for this moment thank you for bringing us back here and It's been a long time since we've uh, come together in your name and I just want to thank you for everything that's happened within that time. Thank you for all the lessons that we learned and the things that we've uh, been going through. Thank you for uh, never leaving our side and uh, we just give you all of our faith and with everything that we do and we just want to know you more and you know that. And the only thing we ask for is for, uh, is for uh, wisdom and revelation as we read the Bible. And, uh, yeah, we just want to know you more. Amen. 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 Alright, Matthew 12, verse 38. The sign of Jonah. Then some of the Pharisees and teachers of the law said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. He answered, a wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth.
1: Wow. wow. He very, much He's saying like he's not going to show signs.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's. I think he's saying that there's been signs, or there was already a huge sign. Like, the guy was in a fish for three days
1: and three nights. I thought he was going to, like, follow suit and, like, be in the fish and, like, have no one see him.
0: <laughs> Jesus? Yeah. Uh. Well, he pretty much said that he will be... Like just as Jonah was in the belly, he will be in the heart of the earth, for three days and three nights. And he was. Who was Jonah? Jonah was. Uh, was he a prophet? I don't know if he was. a pro- Well, he, I think he was a prophet, a prophet but he was a <laughs> big, big character in the Old Testament. Uh, he has a whole book. But um, basically, just a background story. He was a guy. He was sent. God told him to go to the town of Nineveh. To go tell them to repent. But he didn't want to. So he tried to run away from God. And so many things happened. He was on the boat. There's a big storm. The boat falls over. And. The boat falls. I don't think the boat falls over. He. Oh I know what happened. He's in the boat. There's a big storm. And he's saying to the people on the boat. I'm the reason why there's a big storm. Throw me off. Throw me into the water so that the storm will stop and God will not punish me for trying to run away mm-hmm. from Him. So, he pretty much sacrificed his body and went into the water. And right then and there, a big fish came and ate him, swallowed him, swallowed him but didn't chew on him. He just swallowed him. Mm-hmm. He was in the belly and he was for in there for night. three days and three nights. <laughs> and then he, then eventually the fish brings him to shore and spits him out oh, and yeah. then he's like okay god i'm
1: gonna go to the town of Nineveh and tell them to repent and oh wow i really actually don't remember that story i knew like Jonah got swallowed but i didn't know the details at all
0: yeah and there's like so many different parallels between that story and Jesus uh-huh. and Jesus is pretty much telling the pharisees at this time that he he's already like Prophesying about what is gonna happen.
1: Like he's, when he says three nights in the heart of the earth, that means like in the ground. In the ground. Dead, he's right? dead. Yeah.
0: yeah. And he died for three days and yeah. he came back. Yeah. On the third day he rose again. Okay. Jeez. So he's like telling them what's gonna happen, but they don't really fully under, they probably don't fully understand but what do you, what do you mean the heart of the earth? So Jesus knew all along he's gonna die. Yeah, for three days and mm-hmm. three nights. So he like pretty much told them. Mm. He knew what was gonna happen before it happened. So so let's continue Verse 41 the men, of, the men of Nineveh Will stand up The men of Nineveh Is the town that Yeah mm-hmm. that, that Jonah was going to The men of Nineveh Will stand up At the judgment With this generation And condemn it, For they repented At the teaching At the preaching of Jonah And now something greater Than Jonah Is here So like yeah When Jonah went to Nineveh They actually listened to him And they actually repented That's why their town Was saved Mm -hmm. But now he's saying there's something bigger than Jonah here Which is himself Jesus The queen of the south Will rise at the judgment With this generation and condemn it For she came from the ends of the earth To listen to Solomon's wisdom And now something greater than Solomon Is here When an impure spirit Comes out of a person It goes through arid places Seeking rest And does not find it then it says i will i will return to the house i left when it arrives it finds the house unoccupied swept clean and put in order then it goes and takes with it seven other more spirits more seven other spirits more wicked than itself and they go inside they go in and live there and the final condition of that person is worse than the first that is how it will be with this wicked generation. Whoa. Can you guys unpack that from verse 47 now? It's kind of like, I don't really get it. I was still reading the 43. first part
2: like over and over again. So when an evil spirit comes out of a man, it goes through an arid places. What's arid places? Like empty? And it just goes out, and then it tries to find a new space to occupy itself in. Mm. Yeah. And then when it it realizes that it it can't find it, it goes back to the person. Then it
1: brings more.
2: Yeah. And it realizes that the house is unoccupied, swept clean, and put in order. Then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they go in and live there at the final condition of what of that man is worse than the first. That is how it will be for this wicked generation. So I think what he's trying to say is when you repent, that's great. Mm-hmm. But when the evil is out, the evil will return mm-hmm. and it will try to relocate back into your spirit but with its friends right mm-hmm. so instead of just repenting and then saying you're good mm-hmm. you should repent but fill your spirit with good
1: yeah. as well right mm-hmm. like fill it with other things because I feel like they put a lot of emphasis on that it, but when they came back to the house of it unoccupied it's yeah. Yeah. like there was nothing filling it there was mm-hmm. nothing there to stop it from coming back. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. think of like your spirit as a home.
2: You repent to kind of kick out all the guests that you don't want there. Mm-hmm. But then if the home is empty and you don't invite good into it, then evil will still find its way in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They like, left the door open. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can see Interesting. that it's just in like the real world. Like how like people... Yeah. they have like a vice like it could be like drugs or something and they like get rid of it but they don't really prepare themselves for when it comes back again and then it like comes back but stronger and maybe they like have other vices that get picked up with it because they're not prepared to I don't know to like for the relapse of whatever it is Mm mm-hmm
0: It's just very interesting that this is still like the answer to like that original question. Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just interesting how he would uh, add that into that answer. Because the Pharisees are asking it, right? And the Pharisees are like
2: almost like false believers in like some other or not false believers, but they like they want to question him all the time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but. I guess what he's trying to tell them is, like, you can repent, but, well, I don't know, because he's saying the people of Nineveh will stand up on judgment, so, like, when judgment comes, they will rise, and the Queen of the South will also rise on judgment day.
1: What is the Queen of the South?
0: Yeah, I don't know. The Queen of the South, well, she came at the end of the earth. Solomon's wisdom. We don't really know the story of Solomon. But, yeah, what he's trying to say is these people are saved
2: because they've already repented to someone who is lesser than him. Yeah. Right? Now that he's here and they still haven't repented, he's trying to tell them, like, your generation's screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're
0: asking more from him. Yeah. They're asking yeah. more from him and he's saying that there's he, already people before you who bow down to someone who's lesser of me who have the same, same message mm-hmm. again. Because right? he's been going around doing miracles and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they still haven't they still want more proof. Yeah.
1: That's what happened to Jonah. Like they casted him away. No, they accepted him. But he like they they listened to him. But after, I mean, like, before he got swallowed by the fish. Like, why he jump off the boat? Oh, well, he tried to run
0: away from God. Because he didn't want to go to Nineveh and tell them to repent. He was kind of like, oh. like, why me? Like, I don't want to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah. The last line where it says, And the final condition of that man is worse than the first. That is how it will be with this wicked generation.
0: Well, I wonder what generation, I wonder what how God sees our generation right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably wicked. Yeah. Definitely wicked. <sighs> definitely, like they, definitely like, they see or feel miracles from God and then they still don't
1: repent. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe just like because back, back in the day, they were pretty crazy. See, yeah, true. I feel like, like they didn't have in our generation. There's
0: like extremes on both sides, right? Like I think we're all just like falling into our own little like niche, like mm-hmm. good or evil.
1: You know, mm-hmm. it's gonna be like a war. I feel like the world needs like balance. Like we don't, we we always have to choose a side. Yeah. there's never like a middle ground nowadays and people are always fighting yeah i think back in the day the christians
0: were definitely outnumbered so like they were definitely pretty wicked
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: but i think there's a lot of both nowadays
1: like for our generation we have all the knowledge mm-hmm. like we there's no excuses for us like, yeah. i feel like back in the day they they didn't have jesus's teachings at hand like we can we have Jesus' words like wherever we go yeah but and we still choose to do bad things but I don't know back in the day they did some really bad things (laughs) like if you just read through the history of the Bible and just like the history not even in the Bible but like in different manuscripts like they're crazy
2: I have to keep this one a little short my phone's gonna die at 5% boy What percent is it?
1: It's 5%. Should we just quickly
2: read the last one? It's only two paragraphs. Yeah, sure. We'll go like 20 minutes on this episode.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Jesus' mother and brothers. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, Your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. He replied to him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother
1: and sister and mother. Oh, nice. Like, this one totally just throws, like, the whole, like, family first thing in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, that, I don't, I don't really believe in that concept either just because yeah. it kind of limits us from creating relationships with people outside of our family like in a deeper Mm. meaningful way like if you like really believe Mm. that you'll never become as close to another person because you're not blood related i feel like that's a limitation yeah like although like god does um recommend us to like
0: to provide for family and Mm -hmm. take care of family um at the end of the day, if your family does not do the will of God, they're not really your family,
1: right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, the way I see it is, like, we have so much respect for our family. Like, our family could do us really wrong, and we would forgive them. But, like, if someone were to do something even less than that, we, like, block them out of our lives. It's just, like... We treat our our blood family differently than our spiritual family which is everyone and it's i don't know if it should be like that like we should be just as loving with this with like a stranger maybe you're mm-hmm. just like your friend then with your family too mm-hmm. in my opinion no, i think the loving
2: part is like easy for me it's the like forgiveness and stuff mm-hmm. like if Yeah, say someone does like something wrong and wrongs you, like you hold resentment to that. Mm -hmm. But if it, like you said, like if it was a family member, you'd just be like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. They're family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it is equal Mm -hmm. in the eyes of God, as it says
1: in the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we just read. Like some people could take that the wrong way and feel like they should, like, not forgive their family as much as, like, not, don't forgive other people. It's one but or the other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, if we, I don't know if we treated people like they were our blood family, like how the world treats blood family, it's like, I feel like the world would be a lot better place.
0: Imagine, like, being uh, Jesus' mom and brothers, mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, uh, <laughs> okay. I'm right here. <laughs> No. So, so, I'm not your brother? <laughs>
2: he, he's like, where are my brothers and mother? Like, right here. <laughs> this blind? No, but, yeah, we're looking at it at that context, but I'm just putting myself into, like, someone else's shoes that, like, doesn't have a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this could be also, like, hope for them. Like, yeah. yeah. That they are not alone. For sure.
1: Yeah. Right? Like, there's people that will see them as family like deeper than blood, spiritually, family, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's why
2: the church is great, especially the one we go to. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Central! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out Pastor Bill and all the other pastors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we know you're listening. To that. <laughs> 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 uh, I want to
2: send this one to them though, because I feel like we covered some really deep stuff and had really clear answers to it.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like the, con- the, whole, the whole family first concept and just going against it is like such a foreign thing, yeah. especially in like a Christian household. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. what? Like it just, it sounds wrong almost. But, but we also
0: have the responsibility of being in a family. Yeah. Right? We like can't...
1: God put us in certain families for a reason. Yeah. He put certain people in our lives As, for a reason. At the end of the day, you can't
0: put anybody over God. And God's will is for, like, all people, right?
2: hmm
0: So you just can't put your will uh, with your family over God's will and, like, all people.
1: hmm Right? Yeah. That's why family first is also wrong, because they're not first it's God first. <laughs> God first over family. hmm Feeling. <clears throat> Josh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about cousins? Like, does that? I don't know. That's, that's like nice that's family. like fifth on the list. Different, yeah. Like last.
2: What? What about cousins? <laughs> Friends over cousins. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. Well, that
0: that about wraps it up. <sighs> um, Josh, you want to close it out since you opened it? Yeah. Thank you, guys. For listening, we really appreciate
1: everything. Um, Wait, is there a way we're supposed to close it? I mean, that's pretty much it. Wait, I want to ask a question. Like, what is your list of importance? Whoa. Because, like, if if I were to think it would be, like, God first. Yeah. Then you're, like, purpose second. And then I feel like, I don't know, because I feel like purpose is actually, like, to be with others kind of like to help others mm. usually is what your purpose is so it around. but like third would be like you're like like everybody
0: <laughs> yeah like I don't first. know like when, when you put God first like pretty much covers everything
1: yeah God first
2: then yourself then everyone else but it, does, it sounds bad
1: <laughs> like saying to yourself and then everyone else. Well, you
2: can't help someone unless you help yourself first. Yeah, that's true. It's like yeah. on an airplane, right? You have to put the gas mask on you first, or the oxygen mask, Yeah. before you start helping other people. That's true. Because it's like the blind leading the blind. Oh,
0: yeah. That's yeah, true. if you're not... If yeah, you're not well... Foundation-wise. Then mm-hmm. you can't be helping other people.
1: And, like, your purpose is, like, that's what... It's, like, almost... Basically, like saying God is first, but yeah, because yeah, God, God gives provides you your purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, God will help you. He'll show you that, and then you'll help people. I feel like okay, never mind. Maybe it's God, and then people and purpose second. <laughs> <laughs> and then and that's it. Day, that's the only thing important. The end of
0: the day is God first <laughs> yeah, over everything. Uh-huh. But it's yeah, easier said than done sometimes for sure. Mm-hmm. We're all when you're like, caught in the moment. We're all victim to sin. For mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. but that's why we do this. so We remind ourselves, and you know, we, you know, we just try our best. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for listening. Um, whoever you are, we love you. Maybe Josh does, but no, he's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> not as much as God. Oh, <laughs> real talk. But God loves you the most, <laughs> so that's why.
1: <laughs> We love you a lot, but not as much as God. Not as much as God loves you. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. Alright. <laughs> Alright.
0: Peace out. Peace. <laughs> I remember that. Peace out, guys. Bye. Thank you. Peace.